0: Good morning, friends. It is Wednesday, February 28th, 2024. Not the last day of February. It is a leap year. So we got one more day in February. Then it's into March and spring and all the better weather throughout the country and the world, really. So, um, well, I guess parts of the world will now be hitting winter, but, you know, whatever. Whatever. Where I live is going to be spring. So I want to thank you for taking the time to uh, download, listen to the podcast. Uh, This is, um, since this is Wednesday, it's Deep Dive Wednesday. I got four articles to take a quick look at. Uh, And so we're going to look at those a little deeper than we usually do. Are these the most important cyber news hits of the day maybe not but they're interesting to me and so that's what i want to talk about so let's go with the first one is from the register jessica lyons this is somewhat of an uh, analytical type uh, article it's interesting said cyber criminals when we hit it they sometimes pay but when we hit ot jackpot or says or so says opsec firm which confirmed 70 percent of all industrial organization ransomware in 2023 targeted manufacturers uh, Cyber criminals follow the money, and increasingly last year, that led them to ransomware attacks against the manufacturing industry. Operational technology security firm Drago's, in its 2023 year-in-review report, found that 70% of all industrial organization ransomware infections hit manufacturing companies. Specifically, 630 entities across 33 unique manufacturing subsectors fell victim to ransomware last year. Now, keep in mind, that's reported. There were probably more, but that's what they know about. Quote, unquote, sure, we're seeing attacks against oil and gas and electric, but manufacturing is an order of magnitude larger, said Drago CEO Robert Lee on a call with reporters, adding that the explanation for this is twofold. First, manufacturing organizations bought in a whole idea of digital transformation earlier than their counterparts in, say, water and wastewater, Lee explained. But while manufacturing was investing in Internet of Things, devices, and connected machines. The spending on security didn't keep pace with that, not surprising. And as a result, these insecure systems make for easier targets. Manufacturing is a richer target for criminals, Lee says. And we will see oil and gas, electric, uh, water, mining, to uh, follow that trend as those industries become more digitally connected. Along those same lines, Drago's report found that fifth manufacturing, 51% of those surveyed, continues to struggle the most with segmentation compared with other industrial sectors. Transportation came in second place with 43% of the organizations having a hard time implementing a network defense that prevents intruders from moving across system environments and there's a little bit more to this but the point being what's the point of this right well keep in mind the manufacturing oil and water electrical all these entities that use operational technology networks which are slightly different than informational technology networks you know informational technology is your computers and your servers and all that kind of stuff ot is the things that manage pumps and um when manufacturing is gonna it's gonna do stuff on the assembly line to keep those things going since they're now becoming more interconnected to the IT network, that means they also have vulnerabilities that bad guys are now finding to exploit. And of course, obviously ransomware guys are going to be at the front end of that because if they can lock up those systems and they don't work, the organization is probably going to pay because if you can't move, you can't get your stuff to work. You've got to find a way to get past that. Match this up with an article I mentioned the other day that said 78% of ransomware victims are re-victimized even after pain. And you've got Basically, um, uh, an ATM here for bad guys because hit an OT organization, give them a couple of months, they probably won't fix all their problems you can go back in and hit them again. So I'm not re- recommending that as a course of action currently, but that's what we're going to probably see as we go forward into 2024 and 2025 and so on. So, again, if you're in this industry, you need to understand these threats targeting you and assess your risk and, and do the right thing. Right. But uh, this is going to be a new story for the remainder of the year, if not more so. All right, dark reading, this is more, there's going to be 67,000 new people that get free credit monitoring for the year. Uh, U-Haul reports 67,000 customers impacted by a data breach. and a notice letter sent out to affected individuals, U-Haul notes that credit card information was not... E- accessed in the breach. Well, that's good, if that's true. U-Haul, a truck trailer and self-service rental company based in Arizona, has begun notifying 67,000 customers of a data breach last year that compromised their personal information. The breach occurred on December 5th when an unauthorized actor somehow used legitimate credentials hmm, to access a system used by U-Haul dealers and team members to track customer reservations and view customer records. I can tell you exactly how they did it. Somebody working for U-Haul had their credentials compromised in some other attack because they used the same username and password for everything, and that. That's how bad guys got in using credential stuffing. It's not hard. They do it all the time. Once you discovered the incident, it initiated its response protocol and launched an investigation of the breach alongside a cybersecurity firm. The investigation showed that certain customer records were accessed in the breach, including name and driver license information for 136 individuals residing in Maine. Okay, In a notice letter to affected individuals, U-Haul noted that the customer record system involved in the breach is not connected to the payment system, therefore no card data accessed by the threat actors. However, this kind of breach is not the first of its kind for the rental company. Well, see, there you go. So they've been hit before. They didn't learn. And here you know, we they had a similar breach in 2022 with more stolen credentials. So a couple things. If you have a U-Haul account, change your password, because chances are, even if you didn't get a notification, they're probably going to come back later and say, oh, yeah, we have these guys got compromised, too. So change your passwords, And if you use that password in other other places change it now that information i mean I'm, there's nothing saying here that passwords were compromised but it's safe to assume it's safer rather to, to assume that it was and just change your passwords and make your life easy so again another victim i mean it, pick an industry no one is immune to any of this stuff from cyberscoop.com this is aj vincennes reporting when it comes to online scams chat gpt is the new crypto hmm. Researchers at Meta have seen a rise in chat GPT-themed attacks, the company said in an overview of cybersecurity issues on the platform. Digital fraudsters are as enamored with chat GTP. As everyone else on the internet and have taken advantage of its lure to spread a new strain of malware across Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp in recent months. Since March, Meta has blocked more than a thousand unique chat GPT-themed web addresses designed to deliver malicious software to user devices, the company revealed Wednesday in a report on security issues across the company's three major platforms. Quote, as an industry, we've seen this across other topics that are popular in their time, such as crypto scams skewed by the immense di- interest in digital currency. Guy Rossin, Meta's chief information security officer, told reporters ahead of the report's release. So from a bad actor's perspective, Chat GPT is the new crypto. Well, maybe if they're monetizing off of it, I guess if they're using malware. They are, but um, I don't see the... Well, maybe it's more than this. Let's let's keep going. Indeed, hackers are using the skyrocketing interest in artificial intelligence chatbots, such as ChatGPT, to convince people to click on phishing emails to register malicious domains that contain ChatGPT information and develop bogus apps that resemble the generative AI software. So basically what they're doing is they're duplicating what looks like chat. So when you go and you want to download a ChatGPT app for your phone or whatever, it looks like it's illegitimate and you download malware. At Meta, the company's security team has observed around 10 malware families using ChatGPT and other generative AI themed. Uh, related themes to lure victims into installing malware on their systems. Meta researchers Duck Wynn and Ryan Victory said in a blog post on the company site, and there's a link in this article if you want to read that particular blog post. The malware used in these cases are part of attackers' efforts to take control of business account pages and accounts in order to run unauthorized ads, the company said, which can then f- lead to further malicious activity. Along with identifying a new strain of malware dubbed Node Stealer, the company also said it's launching a support tool that guides users through a step-by-step process to identify and remove malware uh now let's be honest we're going to see more of this this is what i mean chat gpt is nothing more than a new technology bad guys are figuring out how to use it for bad things the the guys who protect us the the white hatters the blue teamers um are a little bit behind have to figure out how to get around it but what's going to happen is let's, let's, let's get around it bad guys are going to modify what they're doing and go in another direction so this is just kind of a, a this is kind of a i, I like this article because it's a reminder to stay It's important important to stay on top of cyber intelligence, wherever you get it. This podcast, there's other better podcasts that are longer and more in length and go into more detail um, that do this kind of stuff. But wherever you get it, get information on how to protect yourself from all these threats and be aware of them so you don't become a victim of that. I mean, the chances are right now there's 100 people being scammed by this whole thing right now. Um, It's crazy. I mean, I get stuff on Facebook all the time from people trying to trying to get me to send them my resume because I have skills that they need, or I'm a very, they like my resume, can they be friends or, and I know it's all a scam, but it's amazing that they just keep coming and they'll keep coming because it works. If if these particular crimes and scams and stuff like that were not working, they would not do spend the time on them. But they do it because it works. So that's why it's Im- imperative to keep people informed into all these things. I know I'm sound like a broken record on that, but I can't say it enough. But I mean this is where my passion lies. What can I say? Sorry. Bleepingcomputer.com, Sergey Gatlin reporting, FBI CISA warn US hospitals of targeted black cat ransomware attacks. Now I don't know if this headline is just a little late or if it's just poorly written, but this has been going on for a while and they're now warning hospitals. I cannot believe that's the case. but well, let's, let's 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 take a look today. The FBI, CISA and the Department of Health and Human Services warned U.S. healthcare organizations of targeted ALF v. Black Cat ransomware attacks. Uh, From a joint advisory states, ALF v. Black Cat affiliates have been observed primarily targeting the healthcare. Yeah, no kidding. We've known this for like six months. Why is this news? But okay, Today's warning follows an April 2022 FBI flash alert and another advisory issued in December detailing the Black Cat cybercrime gang's activity since it surfaced in November 2021 as a suspected rebrand of the Dark Side and Black Matter ransomware groups. The FBI linked Black Cat to over 60 breaches during the first four months of activity, which was between November 2021 and March 2022, said the gang has raked in at least $300 million in ransom from over 1,000 victims until September 2023. Since mid-December 2023, of the nearly 70 leaked victims, the healthcare sector has been the most commonly victimized, the three agencies warned in a joint advisory. This is likely in response to the ELF black Hat administrators post encouraging its affiliates to target hospitals after operational action against the group and its infrastructure in early December 20th. So that's, the, that's the point here, right? Is some of their infrastructure was taken down by the FBI CISA and some other overseas uh, law enforcement entities. They got pissed. And so they said the gloves are off. You can use our stuff against whoever you want, including healthcare. That's why you're seeing an increase of this. Um, and so, the FBI, CISA and HHS advise critical infrastructure organizations to take necessary mitigation measures to minimize the likelihood and impact of the ransomware and data extortion incidents. Moreover, they urged healthcare organizations to implement cybersecurity safeguards to counterattack, you know, whatever. I mean, the, the sad thing is they've urged, they urging them to, are they helping them with it? That's my question. Are they saying do here's, here's what the TTPs, for this group are and here's how to recognize it. Here's how to not be victimized by it. I think I, I don't didn't look at the advisory, but I'm going to say it probably has some CVEs and some other stuff. And it does show some domains that are bad with the you know, that do it. And, you know, be, be careful if you're using screen connect servers, because that's one of the big current vulnerabilities, kind of like move it last year. Screen connect from Connectwise is a big issue now, um, which is something that hospitals use for messaging and things like that. Um, so there you go. But on the plus side, the U.S. State Department offers rewards of up to $10 million for details leading to the identification or location of Black Hat gang members, and $5 million for tips on individuals linked to the ransomware's attack or groups ransomware attack. So, if if you know anything and you want some money, you know, turn the guys in. Why not? What the hell? They're not going. What are they doing for you if you if you're part of those groups? So, uh, not a surprise that this this particular advisory came out. Um, it's good to do that, but again, give us more. Give more intelligence. Tell us why, how to look for it, how to how to deal with it. Um, that would be what would be helpful. I would love to see. Of, of the 70 targeted institutions that got hit, how about a post-mortem? Here's how they got in. Here's what happened when they were there. Here's what could have been done to prevent it. That would be very valuable. Yet we never seem to get that. I, I keep begging, but no one wants to take me up on it. But. Oh, well, what can you do? That's going to do it for Deep Dive Wednesday. Thank you so much for taking the time to download. Uh, I will let you know that before I came on to do the podcast, if I sound more animated, I did a little cold plunge for a couple minutes. So my feet are still cold, but that's okay. It wakes me up and gets me going here. Um, And so as you go through your day, know that knowledge is protection. If you understand the threats targeting you, you can assess your risk. Proceed wisely. Thanks again for listening, for downloading, for subscribing. Tell a friend, let them know, share the information. The more they know, the safer we'll all be. Because if you get a little cyber smarter, you'll be a whole lot cyber safer. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. Cyber Smart Morning News is written and produced by cyber Guy Productions. Feel free to email thoughts, comments, or suggestions to darren at CyberGuy.com. or follow Darren on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash mott. Thanks for listening.